Welcome to the College Knowledge Podcast, sponsored by the College Planning Network and Paradigm Financial Group. Whether you're searching for that right fit college, applying to college, or figuring out how you're going to afford it all, you're in the right place. You'll hear from deans, admissions counselors, student athletes, and scholars from esteemed universities and colleges around the country. We'll dig deep to uncover their insight and unique experiences. So whether you're a student gearing up for college or a parent with college-bound kids, sit back, relax, and listen. Like you, we have lots of questions. Our guests have the answers, and we're excited to share them with you. Let's get started. If you didn't know, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Elite Collegiate Planning. Make sure to share and tag us. So Dave, want to have a conversation because we always preach plan early, pay less. They're early, you, yep. you, you, you will benefit from early planning. But I wanted to talk about the problem that exists with procrastination and putting it off. And what is, we say early, what does early mean? Yeah. I mean, so the problem is most people don't start actually planning for college, like really planning for where the money's going to come from uh, until, you know, junior, senior year or when they're right there. Yeah. The reality is the, the problem is you, people don't start planning prior to December or to January 1st of the child sophomore year of high school. That's the problem. Yeah. Why is that such a big issue? So the, the way the financial aid system is designed, they use the prior, prior tax return. So the prior prior year's tax return to evaluate and then produce what's called the expected family contribution for a family. So a student going in the fall of 2022 to college, they'll be using 2020's tax return, which means January 1st of 2020 through December 31st of 2020 is when you're on the radar for financial aid. So if you can do all of your planning prior to that January 1st date, nothing shows up on tax returns that shows out of whack. Mm. Right. So that's the, that is why it is such a problem is because you have that very finite time period that you're on the radar. Yeah. If you're late to the game, why does this get worse? And what is, how, what effect does it have on families that do push it off too long? Yeah. So, I mean, imagine, um, you know, you waited and you're in 2020, you've got a student going 2022. And you sold off a bunch of mutual funds because you were preparing for the market to go down because you thought it was coming. Great savvy business, great savvy move to the to the economy, right? Unfortunately, all of the capital gains are then charged as adjusted gross income, inflating your adjusted gross income, thereby inflating your four year cost of college, mm. right? So the problem gets worse because you don't know that you did something wrong. You actually, in essence, may have done something very intelligent, but it has a detrimental effect on college. And so that problem can just get worse. Uh, and, and it's not just you trade mutual funds. Um, you bought something, you, you got vested stock options, you got a huge bonus, you, you know, all of these things. Some of them you don't want to not receive, but man, if you know, maybe you can plan better. Got it. Sounds like there's some long-term benefits if you do start early when people do properly plan the mm-hmm. right way and they start maybe freshman year that plan's complete by that January 1st sophomore yep sophomore year how are they positioned now that their life what could be that much better down the road short term and long term i mean you take variability out of it mm-hmm. right so if you if your planning is done and complete and you know what you're doing and how you're doing it and why you're doing it prior to that January 1st of sophomore year, you eliminate the overpayment of college. And it's not just the overpayment for a year because that base year that we're talking about, that January 1st of 2020 in this example to December 31st, that is really kind of 
what builds your four-year financial need at a school. Now, you will have to submit the forms each and every year and go through it, but they're allocating funds usually based on that first year. So if you get it all done before and you make any move, yeah, you may pay taxes. You may have other things that, that have to take place, but it doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. And that way you can avoid overpaying for college. Got it. So in your position, yep. how do you guide families? How do you make sure that they're doing these things? It really sounds like avoiding mistakes. Hey guys, don't forget, send anyone our way who needs help with college or who is sending a student to college. College planning the right way requires an expert. Book a free consultation at EliteCollegiatePlanning.com. Is a big piece of it. Yeah. I mean, huge piece is number one, knowing the timetable we're talking about. Too many people come up to me and say, well, you know, my kid's only a sophomore. Do we really need to start this? And I'm like, no, you, yeah. As a matter of fact, you want to do it in the next two months, mm-hmm. right? And so in, in our um, effort to better plan for people, the more time we have, the more education we can provide. The more education we can provide, the more solid decisions a family can make. The solid decisions lead to long-term benefits and outcomes. And so if I get someone when their child's a freshman or in eighth grade, and we can put a really comprehensive plan together, a strategy of where the check's going to come from, why it should be there versus here, what you should do to trade, move, reposition yourself, you're setting yourself up to know early as a parent where the money's going to come from. Mm-hmm. And you're going to eliminate the stress, the anxiety, the loans, the debt, and everything that comes in the college arena that is well kind of articulated in society. Mm-hmm. So you've thrown out a couple dates there. If you had one lesson on teaching that said, when should you start? Oh, without doubt, eighth, the seventh, eighth, ninth, and 10th. Okay. Right? That's the ideal time to do true college planning. And it also coincidentally is the time the student should really start thinking about college as a subject matter, as something they need to explore. Too many people wait until, you know, the summer before their senior year to do the visits and to go there. That causes immense anxiety with the family, with the student. It shuts down the, uh, the communication pipeline between the student and the parents, and it just causes stress that doesn't need to be there. You can take your time. You can explore. Uh, you know, you talk about you, you get a new puppy and you socialize the puppy so it, it doesn't get f- uh, frightened in all these different environments. Well, think about college as socialization. You're going out. Hey, see what a campus looks like. Hey, look at what this is about. Go to a football game. Take your time and explore. And it doesn't become such a, you know, ah, conversation that families need to have. Got it. So somebody's seeing this and they go, oh, I got eighth grade. I thought I had a lot of time yeah. ahead, right? Where should they start today? Uh, you know, I think the number one in, in our world uh, to start, go to EliteCollegiatePlanning.com and read about us. Follow the links. You can book an appointment and have a, a consultation with a free consultation with one of our uh, counselors, which will um, at least educate you on where you stand. And whether you should be doing something different, right? One of the things we believe in in our organization is we have to teach before we can give any type of information because what people don't know is what hurts them in this game. Mm -hmm. And there's just so much information out there that's not true or or counterproductive or uh, contradictory that it's hard to find the truth in it. So I think the first step is go to EliteCollegiatePlanning.com or give us a call and and book a, a a free consultation and at least understand where your family is in this. So Dave, obviously we don't 
we don't not help families that are yeah. junior, senior, come later. Maybe they didn't know, but the families that do, and you help them and you create these solutions, how different does their world look if they never met you from after they, they go through the process with you? Yeah. I mean, I can only speak for clients that we've helped and, and the feedback that they've given, but you know, we, we've changed the game completely for them. Um, you know, the difference in, in sometimes paying $70,000 versus paying $20,000 uh, and having people say, yeah, you changed our lives as a result of this. Um, the effect you can have uh, is, you know, number one, you can pay less. Mm-hmm. Number two, you can know where the money's going to come from to pay what you're asked to pay. Or number three, you can pay in the most tax efficient way possible, right? But every single family that's, that has used our service or company that has come through our program leaves fully educated on the entirety of the system and masters paying as little as they need to pay to get the education their child deserves. Great lesson. Hopefully people take it. Yeah. Start planning now, wherever you're at plan early, pay less. That's it. We want to help send your questions to info at collegeknowledge.net. These can be about college, finances, careers, and anything else you have questions on. Thanks for listening to the College Knowledge Podcast with your hosts, Dave Kozak and Joe Kearns. We hope you enjoyed this week's exploration of higher education, sponsored by the College Planning Network and Paradigm Financial Group. That's all for this episode. See you next time.